Cooking Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 141 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host. I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here with another episode. And this is a really, really different episode compared to everything I've been doing. We get ready to have the NFL season on the horizon. We have football beginning this Thursday. And I'm really, really excited, man. This Thursday, September the 10th. And I'm excited. It's been a while since we had some meaningful football. And I'm really, really excited. So I'm going to be doing this episode, as you can see, if you're on YouTube and, you know, clicking the link, clicking the name and the title, you can see I'm not alone. And last year we had my guy, Mr. B. Jones. We had him for the regular season. We had him for the regular season preview. We had a midseason. Then we had postseason. And then I had you again. I had you another time. I think we did a draft. The draft. Did a draft. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we did an NFL draft preview. Okay. All right. Yeah. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome back my guy, the co-producer, my brother um, for a long time, man. You know, without this guy, I say this all the time, man, but I really, really mean it. Without this guy, man, Curry in the pie, it would not be a thing. Uh, so, B. Jones, man, welcome back, man. My brother, Mr. B. Jones, how you doing, man? Appreciate it, man. You know, I'm just living and maintaining. Happy to be back on the pot. You know, it's always a good vibe on here. Absolutely, man. How, how's the family doing? Good, good. How about yours? Everybody's doing well, man. Everybody's doing well, man. Yeah, just living and maintaining. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, man. So, you know, we're not here to just, you know, talk about all that stuff, man. We're here for a reason, man. So we're here to talk about the NFL season, man. It returns this coming Thursday, man. Are are you excited, man? I'm very excited. Uh, A lot of new faces and new places. Um, A lot of exciting young rookies, you know. There are a lot of guys that we've talked about. Um, So I'm just excited for it to be back. I didn't I didn't think it was going to be back, but so far, like, mm-hmm. there's been no issues as far as the coronavirus and stuff like that. So, I mean, hopefully it stays that way and we have, like, a complete season. So I'm, definitely, I'm definitely more optimistic than I was, I would say, probably, like, around June or July because, you know, I didn't think mm-hmm. I didn't think we would be able to work. But, I mean, so far it's working, so. Absolutely, bro. I mean, it's September now, and I wasn't even that optimistic even a month ago. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's great that football is getting ready to return. And I know you're excited, man. And, you know, real quick before we start talking about the season and our predictions, man, I just want to say my guy, B. Jones, he was he was on the wave, man. He predicted the 49ers to be an excellent team last year. They made the Super Bowl. He also predicted the Buffalo Bills would be an excellent team. They made the playoffs and, you know, were close to winning that game against the Texans. They were in it. Um, but let's get right into it, man. AFC, man. We have the AFC North. This is always a really, really, you know, strong division. Um, last year, the Ravens took it by storm. Uh, this division, we have the Ravens, the Steelers, the Browns, and the Bengals. So let me get your predictions on this division, my guy. Okay. Yeah. So last year, I think I think I picked the I picked the Browns. I'm not gonna make that mistake again. Yeah, you picked the Browns. I had the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, they quote unquote improved on paper. I'm, they brought in a Austin Hooper. I think they brought in a few pieces on defense as well. But, you know, I just, I don't know if that, and they got a new coach too, but I don't know if that collection of talent necessarily works together. I don't know if Baker Mayfield is the right quarterback for a player like Odell Beckham, you know, 
Jarvis Landry seems to get more targets. Baker Mayfield seems to be more comfortable with those underneath type of throws and throws to the tight end. So I don't know if Odell Beckham is the right quarterback for him, them. For uh, them, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Ravens to win this division. I can see them um, repeating as the division champs. You know, you got Lamar Jackson as long as he's healthy, they got a chance at every game. Um, the defense, there's a question at that safety position because they let Earl Thomas go. Mm-hmm. But I mean, overall, that it's a pretty similar unit from last year. And Marcus Peters was the best. Marcus Peters and, and Marlon Humphrey. That's a that's a good cornerback duo. Um, I like the pieces that are they got on offense. You know, you got Mark Ingram back. They pick up J.K. Dobbins. They added a few young receivers in the draft. So I think they'll be a strong ball club. Um, I think for the second place, I don't I don't really trust Pittsburgh or Cleveland enough. But I'm gonna just go by Cleveland by default because they have more more talent. Um, uh, I already kind of discussed their talent that they have. Um, the Steelers, I don't, I don't, I mean, Ben, Big, Big Ben, he's coming back off of the injury. I don't know where he's at health wise, but overall, the, the defense on Pittsburgh is good. They showed that down the stretch last year. They were able to be in the playoff race with different dudes like Mason Rudolph and Doug Hodges at quarterback. But, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't think that's sustainable, just like relying on the defense. And I don't trust Big Ben. Um, the Bengals, I got them coming in at last place. I mean, they, they did pick, they made a few moves. They picked up a few talented pieces in the offseason. Uh, Joe Burrow, I think he'll be exciting to watch. I think he'll put up good numbers, but I don't think they'll win a lot of games. Probably like, you know, maybe like five, maybe six if things go the right way. But yeah, that's, that's what I got for that division. Okay, absolutely, man. I'm not even going to talk too much about it. I, I agree with you um, all the way down the board, man. Um, the Ravens. Uh, like you said, um, they added J.K. Dobbins, my guy, Ohio State guy. I like I like that pickup. Um, they also yeah, get back their uh, slot corner who they lost last year, Tavon Young. That should yeah. be you know a nice little piece back. Um, you did mention Earl Thomas, um, his um, release, and that might be a question mark. But overall, I mean, I think the Ravens still can win this division at eleven and five. You know, easily they took it, they took it by storm last year, but yeah. they don't even have to have as great as a year they had last year to, you know, win a division. Now, obviously, since things have changed as far as the format in the playoffs, since there's an extra team in, um, yeah. they may want to have the best record in the conference overall so that they get the bye since there's no uh, two-seeded bye. But, yeah, I like the Ravens to win a division. Second place, I would say the Browns. Um, they should be better. You know, this is a, a second year for, you know, Baker Mayfield and Odell. Um, so they should be good. I mean, on paper, like you said, man, their team is excellent, but at least it looks excellent. But yeah. we, we just don't know, man. We 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 could we could literally see, you know, desert a disaster, man. And last year we saw we saw a little bit of both, man. We saw some good times and some bad times for the Browns. I think they could make a playoff spot, but we'll see, especially since there's an extra playoff spot. But I'm gonna go ahead and say the Browns second place, Steelers third place. Uh, Big Ben is coming back from injury. I don't know how you can really trust him. James Conner, he's injury prone. I don't know how you can trust him as well. Um, I do Juju like Anthony McFarlane late in the draft. I like that pickup. Um, Juju, Smith, like Juju Smith shoots that he didn't really show, prove himself as the number one receiver last year either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's some question marks. I mean, the Steelers is one of those instant teams. The defense, I do like, man. They got some ballers. Minka Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt, Cameron Hayward, just, uh, just to name a few. Stephon Tua, just to name a few guys. 
Um, Devin Bush. <laughs> I said a few guys, and I started naming half the defense. Yeah, um, yeah they, they got it's really good, man. It's really good and young. And you say T.J. Watt, too? Yeah, I said T.J. Watt, yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, they're good enough to be third, battle for second place. Um, it just depends on the health for that team, honestly. Um, and will guys prove themselves and step up? Um, last place, um, I'm going to agree with you, Bengals. Uh, they got Joe Burrow. They were, I mean, it's a reason they had the first pick in the draft. Um, yeah. They did make some, you know, sneaky pickups, as you mentioned. Um, kind of got a sneaky receiving core as well. If A.J. Green can stay healthy. Yeah, I think um, T. Higgins, I think he's hurt right now, too. So, right. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even know if A.J. Green has been practicing. I don't even know. I don't even yeah. know any information about that either. But, yeah, yeah I'm just going to say Bengals last place for sure. Um, so, let's move on to the next division, man. This is an instant division, man. It's, it's always very, very instant. It's like it kind of it kind of changes except for one team that we're going to talk about in a second. But the oh. next division is the AFC South. Okay. And this is the division with the Houston Texans, who won it last year. Tennessee Titans, who also made the playoffs last year. Um, we also have the Indianapolis Colts. And then last but not least, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, B. Jones, I'm going to start with this one first. Um, I actually was thinking about this, man. I don't really don't really know who wins it. Um, I like the I like what the Colts did, man. They got Phillip Rivers. They got a, a, a very savvy veteran. Um, we'll see what he has left in the tank. I do like them drafting Jonathan Taylor this draft. Also, Michael Pittman. Um, the Colts are one of those very, very sound football teams, man, coached by Frank Wright. And I don't know, man, that's an instant team. Then you got the Texans who won it last year. I guess the safe pick is to say the Texans, but we know they traded DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and got David Johnson in return, still a head scratcher. But they still have a, a solid receiving core with Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb, Will Fuller, who's the wild card. They still have our guy, Deshaun Watson, who just got paid, coming off that big extension that he just signed. I like Deshaun. Um, I guess the safe pick would be the Texans. So I'm going to just say the Texans. And I feel like even saying the Titans in second place at 9-7 and seven is safe too. I'm kind of hoping for a surprise in this division, but I just I just haven't really seen enough to really say uh, who's going to take that next step. So I'm going to go Texans, Titans, Colts, and then I'm going to go Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I'm going to just let you go in on them. Okay. I, I, don't have, I don't have too much to say, but besides, you know, it's just a bizarre situation and a poorly run franchise. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll take that over. Yeah, this division was definitely tough to predict. Um, I was thinking about it as the, in the days approaching that because I knew we were going to do this podcast. Um, I think it's, it's so many variables because mm-hmm. you got the you got the Colts who they have a good team, they have a good core, but they couldn't get consistent quarterback quarterback play last year. And they bring in a, a savvy veteran, like you said, Phillip Rivers, who also, he didn't have a great season last mm-hmm. year. But I think that kind of was because he, he kind of grew stale in that situation, you know. Just had been in San Diego so long. I think that him coming into Indianapolis, I think that he'll be vari- revitalized. And I think he'll be the spark plug that that team needs. And they also, like you said, they picked up Jonathan Taylor. They already got a solid back and um, Marlon Mack, and um, they got a, a pretty decent receiving core. They got a, they picked up a few guys around um, T.Y. Hilton. Mm-hmm. They have a solid defense as well, and they have a very solid offensive line. So I think I'm going to go with the Colts in first place. 
I'm going to go with the Titans in second place just because they're kind of bringing back the same core from last year. I think, I don't think, because they kind of, because they, you know how they were inconsistent to start the season. And then they brought in Ryan's Tannehill. That was a spark plug. And then Derrick Henry went off towards the end of the season. I don't think that's necessarily sustainable because you, you, now, you, now you have to rely on a, a Ryan Tannehill for the whole season. He's not an underdog anymore. So I don't think they'll be as dominant as they were towards the end of last season, but I do have them coming in uh, second place in the division. Got them finishing 9-7 and seven again? 9-7, 10-6, maybe compete, competing for that 6th uh, or 7th playoff spot in the wild card. I have the Texans in third place for two main reasons. Um, first one, their defense was an issue last year, and they didn't really address that um, this offseason. We saw that when they were playing the Chiefs, they went up 24 nothing, and then they gave up like 40-something straight points. They, mess, they, they have issues at the cornerback position and just like a few, a few more holes in that defense that still exists. And the second reason I got them coming to third place, they have too many players on offense that you cannot rely on to stay healthy for a full season. You got David Johnson, Brandon Cooks, and Will Fuller. Three guys that we haven't seen play a full healthy season in a while. So, I mean, I love Deshaun, but I don't I don't trust the, the supporting cast around him to be reliable for a full season. And that's why DeAndre Hopkins was so important last year because – he was like the mainstay in that offense. So even, cause you saw they were explosive when Will Fuller was in, but when he was out, they weren't as explosive, but at least you know you could rely on DeAndre Hopkins. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, he was able to mask some of those, those yeah. holes and issues that they had just by, you know, his sheer greatness. Yeah, so you don't have you don't have to oh Randall Cobb he's a, he's another he injury, him either yeah. yeah he's another injury injury prone guy so I don't trust the weapons around Deshaun so I got them coming in third place um, they might surprise me but I got them kind of taking a step back this year around like an eight and eight kind of season um, Jacksonville Jaguars I have them going zero and sixteen I, I don't see <laughs> I don't see this team winning any games this year they might like sneak into like two or three wins. But definitely no more than three. But just <laughs> for prediction's sake, 0-16. Like, I mean, come on, man. Come on. Like they every they I don't they that AFC championship game that they made, that needs to be a race. Like that shouldn't even be on their record the way they handled that team. They let all the stars go from that team. And mainly all those stars went it out because they paid Blake Bortles. They didn't give Lamar Jackson a look. And, I mean, come on, man. Just poorly managed from top to bottom. Poorly managed. I, I don't even want to discuss them anymore. Absolutely, man. I think, you know, the Jaguars' best case scenario is to go 2-14, and 14, man. I'm, just to be all the way real, man. I just... I was looking at the, looking at their roster. I don't know how you can pull together. You know, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, they're all NFL players, but I still can't, you know, formulate two wins. Like, I don't even know. There's 11 starters on offense, 11 starters on defense. I can't name. I don't think I can name five starters on that team. Mm. It's just so many. They had so many players that are that have come and go throughout the years, man. I just, I just don't even know, man. So, yeah. But I do like your coach pick, man. I do like your coach pick. I really see this division as being winnable at like nine and seven. Yeah, I definitely. Think I think it's winnable. 
Yeah, I don't think there'll be one dominant team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I feel like we say this every year about this division, but because it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We we haven't seen a team really take that leap, and I I don't even see a you know a leap for the foreseeable future, barring any you know any huge roster turnover. Um, yeah. But let's move on, man. We, I feel like we spent enough time talking about this division, which is one of the weakest in the whole league. For sure. Um, so let's move on, man, to the AFC East, man. Mm-hmm. This is a division that looks very, very different from what we've known it as, man. The Tom Brady departed to Tampa Bay. So we have the Patriots, and then we have Cam Newton, who is succeeding Tom Brady. So we have the Patriots, the Dolphins, as you all know, the Buffalo Bills, and the New York Jets. Uh, B. Jones, I'm going to start with you, man. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the AFC East? Yeah, this division, I don't, I can't. I, I feel like there's two teams that, like, I don't, I don't know. It's the Patriots and the Bills, because the Patriots, I mean, they are the Patriots. But you got Tom Brady, who is a constant for them for mm-hmm. 20 years. You still got Bill Belichick, who's a very great coach. So I know he'll have a lot of pieces to work with. But it's two major position groups that have questions about on this team. Uh, one is the linebacking core. All their starting linebackers from last year either opted out or went to another team. Uh, you got a guy like Dante Hightower, who was the quarterback of that defense, who's not there anymore. They got a good young guy in Jawan Winfrey, but I mean, just, I mean, yeah, Jawan Bentley, my bad. But um, <laughs> so I, I just, I just, I don't, I don't know about that position group, and also the wide receiver position. Um, they don't have much speed there. They got Julian Edelman, who's like a good slot guy. He can play a little bit of outside, and they got. Nikhil Harry, who's kind of like a, a, a jump ball type mm-hmm. of receiver. And then outside of that, the receivers are different dudes. So I don't know. I mean, you got Cam Newton. I mean, they got decent offensive line. They got a good core of running backs. But, and this is not Cam Newton from 2015. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't know how that mesh is going to look. But I'm going to go with the Patriots by default just because it's big. Mm-hmm. Is this Bill Belichick? I, I'm not going to root against him until I have a reason to. Otherwise, um, I got the Bills coming in at second place. Um, still got Josh Allen at quarterback, you know, year three. He still got a few inconsistencies. They got him a legit number one threat. And Stephon Diggs, home run threat. Uh, John Brown, I believe, had a – I think he had over 1,000 yards last year. So, he had a good year last year. Yeah. yeah. So you add Stephon Diggs to that mix, you still got the running back core. You got Devin Singletary in there. You know, I think they'll be – and you got that defense as well. You got Trey White, great number one corner. So I think they'll come in second place. I got uh, Patriots and the Bills. I got them both making playoff spots. Got the Dolphins in third. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick will be the starter to start the season. Mm-hmm. I think at some point we will see Tua, um, just because you know Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's very streaky. You can't rely on him for a full season. So I think Ooh. that we will see Tua. I think they'll be way more competitive than they were last year. They added like a lot of good pieces on offense. I mean on defense, um, and they just did pick up Lem Bowden from the Raiders on offense. Uh, I'll discuss that when I get to the AFC West. Um, I got them coming in third and the Jets I got them coming in fourth it's just a bad a poorly built team poorly managed poor coaching I don't have much else to say about them alright good stuff man uh, I don't really have too much to add to what you said I got, I'm got. i going to go with the Bills to win a division 
Um, I don't want to root against Belichick, but I just it's too many question marks, man. They the Patriots are a team that has the most players that have opted out of the season. So that's something to you know to pay attention to. But you can never, you know, count against Belichick. So I'm gonna at least have the Patriots in that mix to make the playoffs. But I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills to win his division. Um they were a wild card last year. Um, we're very close to winning the division last year, but they just couldn't beat the Patriots. Um, I think, you know, you might see I think you might see them better off against the Patriots this year, man. It's it's just a different team. I don't really know how things are gonna go in New England, but I think I think they'll still be in that playoff mix. But I'm gonna go with Buffalo to win the division. Do pick up Stefan Diggs, like you said. The defense is still pretty, pretty good. Um Sean McDermott is one of those real, real solid coaches, man. Players seem to, you know, respond well to him and they love to play for him. So I like that. Um, I'm going to just say the Bills are winning the division. I'm going to say Patriots, um, second place, possibly uh, in the mix for a wild card spot. Third place, the Dolphins, uh, as you said, I'm going to go with that as well. Um, they'll be very, very competitive this year. Be very, very competitive. I don't, I, I think we will see Tua at some point, like you said, but um yeah, man, Dolphins are gonna be they're gonna be solid, man. They're gonna be a very, very tough out, man. They're gonna be like they're gonna be like the Lions of the AFC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then last place, the Jets. I just don't know, man. Adam Gase, I don't think he's the right coach. He's he's, he's not a good coach, in my opinion. Um Le'Veon Bell, I read yesterday that he's gonna be splitting carries with Frank Gore. The workload is gonna be 60 40. Um, Le'Veon getting the. I forgot they even have Frank Gore. <laughs> Frank Gore still around, man, but they just don't have enough. Um, Robbie Anderson departed, and that was their best wide receiver last year. He left, and I believe signed with the Panthers, but he left. Yeah. And then um, I think Jameson Crowder's their best receiver. I don't. I don't know how that works. Don't know how that works, man. I don't know how a five-eight slot receiver. Is going to be your best receiver. I, I don't. I just don't know. Sam Darnold. I still don't know about him. Yeah, I'm not a Darnold guy, but they're not doing much to. Yeah, they're not like, surrounding him for a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I can't yeah. really, I can't really put my finger on it. Like if he's good or if he's not, because the, the organization is not surrounding him with anything. And then we also forgot to mention the departure of Jamal Adams. They traded him away to the Seattle Seahawks, so they traded the best player on their team. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even bring it up because it's just like they they just so poorly managed. It's just like I mean, it's yeah. So uh, yeah, we got a consensus on the last two at least. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jets fourth place. Um, last division is a division you know I love a lot. Yeah, um, AFC West. Mm-hmm. We have the reigning Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, um, along with the Denver Broncos, who is a team that I'm on heavy this year. Um, and then we also have the Raiders. And then we have the Chargers. So I'm going to start B. Jones. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs to win a division. But I think the Broncos are going to give them a run for their money this year, man. I really like I really like their team, man. I, I have to see. I have to see it, though. We do have Drew Locke, who's in his second year. Um, will he possibly have a sophomore slump and maybe plateau? Or will he ascend and have a great um, second year? I'm curious to see about that. Um, it is noted that they were tremendous when Drew Locke took over as starting quarterback. Um, they their record was over five hundred, and they were really really good. Um, I like the pieces they added: Jarrell Casey. They also added Jerry Judy in the draft. Um, they got Corlin Sutton coming back. They, uh, they got uh, Boye. yeah, AJ Boye. AJ yeah. Boye. Um, still got Von Miller there, who's an anchor. Um, I just. 
I just like the potential that the Broncos really, really have. And then I didn't even talk about Melvin Gordon. They added, and they also got tight second year tight end Noah Fan. So the offense has a lot of potential, and the defense for the Broncos has always been very, very sound. Um, you know, mm-hmm. they even had you know a Super Bowl winning defense just not too long ago. Um, so I like the Broncos to be really, really good, man. I definitely like them in the playoffs. Third place, I don't even know, man. I don't even know. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know, man. I don't know which Derek Carr I'm going to get. Um, I don't know which what, ty, what I'm going to get from Tyrod Taylor for the Chargers. I don't know if I'm going to see Justin Herbert. Um, at some point in the season, the Chargers also have, they also lost Derwin James to injury. Yep. I really, really don't know, man. I think, um, I think I'm going to say Raiders. The The Chargers got some question marks. Mike Williams, their second best receiver is going to miss some time. I'm going to say Raiders third place. I'm going to say Chargers last place, man. Okay. What about you? Okay, yeah, so of course I'm going to start with the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, the defending champs. Um, unless Pat Mahomes has an a injury or something, I don't see this team missing the playoffs. Uh, so that's that's a lot for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Second place, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. You know, this is a team that me and you have been talking about since the end of last year. And they pick up a guy like Jerry Judy. Man, he's going to be special. Mm-hmm. Um so I think I think the Broncos they have they're a high floor, high ceiling team. They're pretty boom or bust, and it's pretty much dependent on Drew Locke. We only saw a small sample size of him last year, but I think I think he's I think he's decent. I don't know if he's like a, a star or anything like that, but I think his ability with the talent that they surrounded him with, along mm-hmm. with that defense, I think they can I think they can slip into the wild card. Um, third place, I'm gonna go Chargers, um, simply because just because I don't trust the Raiders, and I think I don't I don't know about the direction of the Chargers. You know, I don't know. I could see Tyrod starting the whole season, mm-hmm. or I could see him getting yanked in week four, week five. I don't. But I just don't know. Um, and we've also never seen Tyrod with this kind of offensive talent around him. That's true. So I think he'll be in a better situation than he was in Buffalo and that he was in um, Cleveland. So I got, I got, I got the um, I got the uh, Chargers in third place. Um, I can see them making the sneaky playoff runs if the Broncos aren't who we think they are. But um, I got them in third place for right now. And then um, fourth place, I got the Raiders just because, you know, I just – I just, I just, I don't see, I don't see it for Derek Carr. Um, then they got Mariota backing him up. I don't see him like coming in and doing what Ryan Tannehill did last year. Um, and then it's just like they got all those picks. I mean, they've made some solid picks, but it's not like none of them are really like home run picks. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. they just, they just traded a guy that they picked in the third round, Lynn Bowden. They picked picked him in that third round this year and just traded him for a fourth rounder next year. It's just like you got yeah. all these picks, but what are you really doing with them? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't I don't really see them being competitive. Um, they'll be straight, like they'll be like in the mix, probably like seven to nine, eight and eight or something like that. But I just don't see them as like a, a competitive team. 
For sure, man. I don't see them as you know, super competitive at all. I think them and the Chargers are going to both be around that 7-9 and nine ring, 6-10. and 10. And then being in the division with the Chiefs, like, you got to be able to point, put up points. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I'm definitely with you uh, on this division. Uh, let's move on, man, to the NFC, man. This is a, a very, very interesting conference, and I think the extra playoff spot – Definitely benefits teams in you know this side. Um, so we're going to start with the NFC NFC North. We have this division with the Vikings, the Packers, the Detroit Lions, and also the Chicago Bears. Um, Packers won it last year, Packers, and um, but man, we <laughs> the pack to me, me and you, the Packers were never as good as their record. For sure. They just weren't. They just they just weren't, man. And, you know, I'm sorry, you know, if there's any Packers fans or Aaron Rodgers fans, but I, I just have my opinions on them. They, they weren't they weren't as great as their record indicated. Um, but, I mean, they're still a solid team, man. I like the pieces they made on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you have the you have the Vikings. Um, they lost Stephon Diggs. They traded him, picked up Justin Jefferson in the draft. Then you have the Lions, who have, who have always been a tough out, always been a tough out, can never really, you know, get over that hurdle. And, I mean, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's good competition in that division. And then you have the Bears. Um, they traded for Nick Foles, but Mitch Trubisky is their starting quarterback still, which I don't understand. Um, it's going to be an instant division. But I'm going to say – I'm going to say – hmm. I'm gonna say the Vikings win the division. I'm gonna say the Vikings win the division. They did pick up Yannick and Gakwe, um, which adds to their defense. They did lose Everson Griffin, but if you can um, replace Everson Griffin with Yannick and Gakwe, I think that's a really, really good move, man. He's still a relatively young guy, and he's proven to be a good pass rusher. So I like that move for them on defense, and you know the defense has always been good. Um, so I like the Vikings to win, man. But they're only as good as Kirk Cousins, man. They're, they're only as good. It's Kirk Cousins takes them. Um, did lose Stephon Diggs, so will Adam Thielen really, really emerge as that that super top guy? I don't know. Will Justin Jefferson emerge? But I'm still gonna take the Vikings to win this division at about 11 and 5, 10 and 6. Then the Packers, I think it could be between either or the Vikings or the Packers, but for prediction's sake, I'm gonna say Vikings. Uh Packers, I think they'll be in that mix. They still have Aaron Rodgers, but as you and me said, and the whole world has pretty much said they didn't add a receiver in the, in the draft. You have to add, you have to help Devontae Adams, you have to help Aaron Rodgers. They didn't do that. They didn't do that. So it's kind of hard for me to really, really pick, you know, and predict the Packers, man. I don't, I don't like that, man. We heard about how this could be the best wide receiver class maybe ever, and they didn't address that position in the draft. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, I'm going to say Packers second place, though. Lions third place, just because they're simply a tough out. They're always in the mix, but they just cannot quite get over the hurdle. And they did lose Matthew Stafford last year for some time, man. So who knows? I mean, maybe they could actually make some noise, man, because they did have to give some starts to Jeff Driscoll last year, man. But if Matthew Stafford is healthy for a full season, you know, who knows, man? Who knows? And then last place, I'm going to go with the Bears. Just don't think you can win with Mitch Trubisky. I just don't see it. Um, defense is going to definitely do their part, as always. But when Mitch Trubisky is your, is your quarterback, you have a ceiling. And that ceiling isn't very high. So I'm going to leave off on that, though. 
Okay. Yep. I, I I got it exactly how you got it. Uh, well, actually, no. I, I got the I got the Packers and the Vikings as a toss up. I'm gonna just lean with the Vikings, just because they have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, and they also um, I just trust them more than I do Kirk Cousins, who has mm-hmm. now Adam Thielen as his number one receiver. You know they and who had a down year last year. And um, he just don't have that over-the-top threat in Stephon Diggs anymore. Justin Jefferson is a good receiver, but, you know, he's also a rookie. So he'll be able – he'll be expected to come in and fill out the, the uh, load for Stephon Diggs. I don't know if I can trust him to do that. So go with the Packers by default, even though I hated their offseason. Um, they didn't – I mean, they're pretty much bringing back the same team as last year. Just added a few more pieces on defense, but I got them. And also that 13-3 and record was a fluke last year, so I got them coming. Mm. I got them coming around maybe 10-6, and six, maybe 11-5 and five if they're lucky. But even though they were 13-3 and three last year, they never were really dominant. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I got I got another I got them 11-5, and 10-6. Got the Vikings coming in second place around 9 and 7-ish, just because I don't trust. Kirk Cousins with Adam Thielen as his number one receiver. They'll and they they'll be reliant on Dalvin Cook in the run game. And who knows if he'll stay healthy. If he is hurt, their season is done. You know what I'm saying? But they did they they do have a nice defense picked up Yannick, so I like that. But it's just me trusting Kirk Cousins uh and Adam Thielen as their number one receiver. Uh third place got the Lions. They played hard last year. They fought hard down the stretch, even without Matthew Stafford. They picked up a few pieces on defense. Um, they picked up Adrian Peterson as well, and they picked mm-hmm. up DeAndre Swift. They have a solid receiver core. I don't really understand the Adrian Peterson signing kind of because, you know, you got Carry on Johnson and, and DeAndre Swift. Carry uh, on Johnson, he has had problems staying healthy. But I just feel like Adrian Peterson, he's like, if, if he's in the game, you know you have to run the ball. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, that's kind of like, Oh, like he's a first and second down back. So especially uh-huh. if you're trying to, especially if you're trying to build up young running backs, that's kind of detrimental to their growth. And I think that's the main reason why the Washington football team let him go because of that. So that signing was kind of confusing to me. Yeah, um, for sure. But yes, yeah, so I got them coming in third place. I think they could still a game or two from the Packers and Vikings for sure just because they'll be competitive. Um, not really sold on their coach, Matt Patricia, but whatever. Um, they got the Bears coming in last place. I mean, they got Trubisky as their quarterback. I don't really have to say much more than that. I think they'll have a top 10 pick this season. I could see it for sure, man. I could yeah. definitely see it. I, yeah, I think that this will be the last year of the Trubisky experiment. Yeah. They had the opportunity to bring in Cam Newton or Jameis on a cheap contract, but they traded for Nick Foles. Just another another hand scratcher. Yep. So, yeah, I, th- I think they'll have, they'll be bad and have a, a, top, a top ten pick this year. For sure, for sure, man. Good stuff. Uh, next division, man. A division that should be exciting, man. We got some mm-hmm. new faces in the division. Yeah. We have, and then we have some uh, guy who sw- even switched teams in that division. We have the NFC South, man. We have the New Orleans Saints, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Carolina Panthers, as well as the Atlanta Falcons, man. I think. This is tough, man, to pick a winner, man. I think it's going to be a toss-up, man. It's like, for me, and this has been 
a year, a year off season and a year unlike any other. So I feel like I have to trust the Saints a little more than I trust the Buccaneers because they have a lot of mouths to feed. And the Saints, they didn't really, they didn't really change much. I mean, they added Emmanuel Sanders, which helps and gives them a number two wide receiver. But I think the Buccaneers can make it interesting. It just depends on their chemistry. They haven't had live game action. No one has, but the Saints, this team has kind of been together for a while. Drew Brees has been the head of the snake for a while. So in this instance, I kind of trust the Saints more, even though I think the Buccaneers have a better offense at least. Um, but I'm going to say I got the Saints winning the division. I definitely think the Buccaneers will make the playoffs. So I'm going to give respect to them. I mean, they have a loaded offense, man. You got Tom Brady um, replacing Jameis Winston. And you still got Mike Evans. You have Chris Godwin, who had a spectacular year last year. You also bring in Leonard Fournette. And you still have those tight ends. Um, and you also got Gronk, too. Um, you got Gronk, and you still – O.J. Howard's still there. They got a loaded tight end, bro, man. And then I just like it. But uh, on their defense, I, I have some question marks, I have some concerns, man. I do like um, them drafting Devin White last year. Um, they got Vita Vea in the middle. Um, uh, Shaq Barrett, who was really good last year. Um, but outside of that, I don't really know. Um, about their defense, man. But I think they'll definitely be good enough to make the playoffs. Um, and in third place, I guess, I guess I'm going to say Falcons. Um, the Panthers are in the midst of a rebuild, so I don't really know. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's, you know, their entire team, if something happens to them, if something happens to him, I don't know what's going to happen with that team. Did get Teddy Bridgewater um, as their starting QB, so we'll see how he looks. Robbie Anderson joins that offense. We'll just, we just got to see, man. We just got to see what, the, what a Matt Rule team is going to look like in the NFL. Um, but I'm going to say Falcons in third place just because their team has been together for a while, too. So that's what I'm going to trust more. And I'm going to say Panthers in last place, man. So what you got for me? Yeah, I got the um, I got the same order. So I got the Saints, uh, number one, just because, like you said, they have the continuity. Mm-hmm. Got Drew Brees. You added Emmanuel Sanders in there. That'll be a big help if he can um, stay healthy. Um, you got Alvin Kamara, who was hurt last season. He should be healthy this season. Um, so, yeah, I think they'll be first place. Um, the Bucks. it's another one of those teams, you know, like how the Cleveland Browns were last year. You know, the, you add in a lot of pieces, but I think, I think they'll be successful, one, because you're bringing in Tom Brady, and they didn't have issues moving the ball last year. Their issues was Jameis Winston turning and Turning the ball over, yeah. yeah. Turning the ball over. So I think that you bring in a, a smart, safe, good decision-maker like Tom Brady. He doesn't have the arm strength of Jameis Winston, but I think their offense will be very efficient. Um, and then you bring in a guy like Leonard Fournette, you know, that can help sub, uh, supplement with the run game. Defense is a question mark, but I think they'll be able to put up enough points to win a good amount of games. So I got them coming in second place, challenging for a wild card playoff spot. Atlanta Falcons, I, I just, I can't trust a Dan Quinn coach team. It doesn't matter who you add to the mix, whether that be on offense or defense. You've seen these past few years, these Dan, these Dan Quinn coach teams, you know, sometimes they, they have all the talent in the world, but sometimes they just, don't show up and they've gotten off to slow starts these past two years. So I just can't feel comfortable picking a Dan Quinn coach team to make the playoffs. We don't know the health of Todd Gurley, how much 
uh, of a load he'll be able to carry this season in the run game. So I got them coming in third place. Um, the Panthers, I think they'll be about a five-win or six-win team. Um, just a lot of holes on that team. I mean, you place Teddy Bridgewater with Cam Newton. You got DJ Moore, who's proved that he's the number one receiver. You got Christian McCaffrey. But other than that, nobody on your offense has really proved themselves. And Cam has masked that for pretty much his whole tenure, besides when he got injured the last two years. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know how much Teddy Bridgewater, and we know that Teddy Bridgewater is a guy that needs a lot of pieces around him to succeed. Yep. Um, and also, their defense is going to be, I don't think they're going to be very good. You lost a guy like Luke Keekley. You lose your number one cornerback uh, in James Bradbury. Uh-huh. So the, the back end of that and the defense wasn't even good last year with those guys. So this year, it, it might be even worse. And I think if they're going to win games with Teddy Bridgewater, you at least need a, a good defense that can keep the game in reach. You know, so I don't, I don't think they'll be very good. I think they'll be a fourth place team. Okay, for sure. Um, let's move on, man, um, to a, a fun division just simply because of the area we live in, man. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be the NFC East. Um, I'm going to start with you on this one. I have my order in my head, but uh, I'm going to start with you on this one, man. Okay. Yeah, so I got the Cowboys uh, finishing number one. They had a pretty good offseason. They picked up um, a good amount of pieces on defense. Might be picking up Earl Thomas as well. I don't know if they necessarily need him, but if they pick him up, that'll help. Um, got Trayvon Diggs to fill Byron Jones' shoes on the defense. They picked up a lot of pieces on the front seven. So I just like the core that they had. Um, you, you, I mean, they've been talented for years, but sometimes, you know, they just haven't been able to put it together. Maybe that was the care, uh, coaching of Jason Garrett, or maybe that's because you can't trust that. Prescott for a full season, but in comparison to the other three teams in this division, I trust them most to uh, win at least enough games to make the playoffs, and that might be nine games. Mm. You never know know with this division. Um, I got the Philadelphia Eagles coming in second, simply just because, you know, I just, I don't know if I trust Carson Wentz, you know, and the, res- the issue that they had with receivers last year, even though they drafted a few receivers in the draft, is still present. Um, the health of Alshon Jeffrey, you don't know what that is. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, who missed the most of last year. And then you pick up Jalen Rager, who wasn't really one of my favorite receivers in the draft. I just don't trust. Yeah, he's hurt as well. Yes, I, don't, I just don't really trust that offense overall. And then the defense got a few question marks as well. Picked up Darius Slay, but they released a lot of their other cornerbacks. So that secondary is a little questionable as well. I think they could, I think if the division is, if the, if nine wins can get the division, uh, Philadelphia will be in that mix. But I trust Dallas a little bit more to uh, win that. So I got them coming in second, third place. I don't even know. <laughs> I knew like, you were gonna say that. <laughs> I, like I feel like the same thing I've been saying last last year. I could just copy and paste and say for these same two teams, which is the Giants and the Washington Football Team. Uh, Giants have a new coach and Joe Judge. 
They got Daniel. Only thing that changes the coaches. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. They got Joe Judge. They picked up James Bradbury for the defense. They still don't have a clear cut number one receiver. Got Saquon in the mix, um, but he got hurt last year. And then they just re- they're going to release DeAndre Baker. So you know, it's just they're a big question mark. Um, I, I think I'm gonna just have to say Washington third because I just I don't. I don't know about uh, I don't know about the Giants. It's just too much there that I don't know about. Um, when it comes to Washington, I don't think I think I think the same issues that they had last year are still going to be there. You got question marks at the cornerback spot. Uh, front seven will be pretty good. You add Chase Young to that mm-hmm. mix. I think they'll have a good pass rush, but just on the back end of that defense, you know, if they can't get to the quarterback fast. I think teams will be able to exploit that. And then also on the offensive end of the ball, they just have a lot of unproven players. And you know, living in the area, you would think they have the top offense in the league. <laughs> they saying, we got the we got the next Calvin Johnson on our offense. Antonio Gibson, he the next Alvin Kamara. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you hear that all the time and then these guys don't pan out. Then you just hear the same thing about the new name next year. So, I mean, they just... I do like the move to release Adrian Peterson because, like I said earlier, like, Adrian Peterson, he's going to dominate those early carries. And with the young backs they have, Bryce Love and then um, Antonio Gibson, I think you have to at least see what you have. If you have Adrian Peterson there and you don't... And those guys, you know, they come out, they start the game slow or whatever, you're just going to default back to Adrian Peterson. So I like throwing those guys into the fire. Um, and seeing what they have. But just outside of uh, Terry McLaurin, there's no proven weapons on that team. Bryce Love and Antonio Gibson has never played in an NFL game. You got Steven Sims. And then after that, you don't really know what you have. So I don't really trust the offensive side of the ball for that football club. But I just, I don't trust the Giants' whole team. So I got Washington third, Giants fourth. Okay. Um, I, I actually agree with um, your order. I'm just going to, you know, quickly recap, quickly talk about it, and then talk about Washington real quick, just since that's the area team. Uh, so first place, it, it pains me to say this, but I got to say Dallas Cowboys, man. Um, they did pick up pieces on both sides of the ball, man. They got CeeDee Lamb in the draft. I didn't think that was going to happen at all. You pair that with Amari Cooper, who's good. You also pair that with Michael Gallup, who had a good year last year. And then you add in CeeDee Lamb. And then, of course, you still got Zeke. And you still got Tony Pollard, who's a solid back. Um, tight end was probably the only area of concern for that team. Um, Blake Jarwin, I don't know. But, I mean, they don't really need him to be spectacular with the, the other guys I just named on that offense. Um, on the defense side of the ball, man, they picked up Alden Smith, man. I think that's low-key a sneaky move, man, and it could pan out. Like the Alden Smith move also picked up Everson Griffin. Um, so that should be solid. Still got those good linebackers and Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. So they should be, you know, solid and good enough to win a division. Second place, I'm going to go with the Eagles. As you mentioned, man, they're banged up. Even on the offensive line, they're banged up. Andre Dillard, you know, he's banged up. Um, they had to re-sign Jason Peters, and he's going to be starting. Um, they're just banged up, man. Even at receiver, Alshon Jeffrey, um, Jalen Rager, as you mentioned, he's out. Um, shout out to John Hightower, though. He's from the DMV, man. 
already been impressing in Eagles camp, and you know he should make some noise this year. But I'm just, I just got some question marks, man, on the Eagles. Um, Miles Sanders, he will be the lead back. I like him, so we'll see. We'll see how that they're gonna be, man. But I think, you know, as we've seen in the past, man, it's always those, pretty much those top two teams battling it out, and we could, and we've seen some crazy things happen. So we'll see, man. Um, third place, I'm gonna go with Washington. Not even being biased, but I just I like it, man. This is a team that was top ten in sacks last year. You had Chase Young, the best player in the draft. I think that's that's really really good. And then you got Ron Rivera, a defensive minded coach. And we've always been hearing this word culture, culture, but I think the culture is definitely changing, and they're trending in the right direction. But I can't ignore the question marks. Troy Apke is going to be the starting safety opposite of Landon Collins. At corner, you did bring back Kendall Fuller, but he's been banged up most of training camp. Um, and then they just got, you know, guys like Fabian Monroe, uh, Jimmy Moreland, Ronald Darby. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. But I think the defense is definitely going to be sound. My question marks come to the offensive side of the ball, man. We've seen, you know, all these videos of Dwayne Haskins, you know, you know, losing weight, toning up his body, working out. I mean, he should be good, but I, I got to see it. I got to, I, I have to see it, man. Terry McLaurin, he, I feel like he caught people off guard last year. I do feel like it's a mix of him catching people off guard, but he's good. But outside of him, who can you rely on? They have a hole at tight end. Logan Thomas is probably going to be their tight end. I think Dontrell Inman is going to be their second receiver. Um, uh, to touch on the AP situation, man, I think. Well, I know he got released just because he doesn't fit the scheme. When you look at Scott Turner's offense, it's for receivers who can do multiple things. It's for receiver, it's for running backs who are versatile. It's right. for versatile guys, and they are going to employ a lot of two running back sets. So that that's what it's going to be. Um, Adrian Peterson, he probably was good for uh, you know the short term, you know the last couple of years, but. I mean, they said Antonio Gibson has impressed and as well as Bryce Love. They still got other guys like J.D. McKissick, who's a receiving back, and even Peyton Barber, who can do a little bit. Um, but I just don't know about the offense, man. But defense definitely going to be good. They're going to have a top – I think they're going to have – who might be a hot take, B. Jones. I think I think they're going to have a top 10 defense. Might top be a high, top 10. Um, but I think it's going to be like 9 or 10. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say that. And then last, I'm going to say the Giants, not hating on them, but I don't know, man. Daniel Jones, will he have a sophomore slump? Um, Saquon Barkley, will he be healthy for the whole year? I did like Darius Slayton, what he did last year. They also have Golden Tate. Um, Evan Ingram, he seems to always be banged up as well. I just don't know about the Giants. They're bringing James Bradbury, as you mentioned. I don't know, man. I got to see it, man. Um, but I got them going last. And then we got one more division, our final division. I feel like I think this division is going to be the best division in football this year. For sure. Actually, I know it will be the best division in football. I think it might have been last year. It was last year. It was. Because was, was. um, you had the 49ers who were great. You had the Seahawks who made the playoffs. And even the Rams were battling out um, towards the end. Yeah. Um, and then you got the Cardinals who are, um, have Come overhauled on. their team pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, adding DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I like the um, Isaiah Simmons pick. Um, but in this division, I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to win it. I like Russell Wilson. I love Russell Wilson. Matter of fact, I think he's the second best quarterback in the league 
right behind my guy Patrick Mahomes. Added Jamal Adams, um, maybe, well, not even maybe, top three safety in the league. Um, you also got Bobby Wagner, who is like the anchor for that defense. And I just, and I, I like Chris Carson, the running back too. And Tyler Lockett had a good year last year. And I believe they um, re-signed Josh Gordon. Um, he's going to come back when he gets reinstated. Yeah, I, think, I think he is reinstated. Think he, okay, so yeah, one he's back, he's back. So, um, and I think they might flirt with Antonio Brown. We could see that happen later. I, I on. <laughs> they could happen later on in the season, yeah. but I think the Seahawks are going to win the division, man. I think Jamal Adams is a really, really good pick for them uh, mm-hmm. on that defensive side of the ball. Really good upgrade, and I have them finishing first just simply because of the 49ers, man. They have some injuries, man. They had some injuries. Debo Samuels banged up. Um, their um, draft pick, Brandon Ayuk, I think that's how you say his name, he's banged up. Um, Tavon Austin's on IR. Um, Jalen Hurd, the other wide receiver, he's on IR. They have a lot of guys banged up, and they lost Emmanuel Sanders via free agency. So I don't know. I don't really know how good that offense is going to be. I do trust the defense, but on the offense, it just looks like you got Garoppolo, you got Kittle, Moster, and um, Tevin Coleman. So I don't really know, but, you know, Kyle Shanahan, he's a very creative guy. I'm sure he'll be able to scheme up some things that mask, you know, some of those injuries, those short-term injuries. Um, but defense is still good. Did lose to Forrest Buckner. Um, they traded him. But we'll see, man. We'll see. But I got the 49ers in second. Um, third place. I don't know. I don't know. I like the Cardinals, but I think I have to see it to believe it. Um, but they did get DeAndre Hopkins, who is a top three receiver. I I don't know. You got the Rams. You got Jared Goff and Sean McVay. And you got that defense. You got Jalen Ramsey back there. Aaron Donald still. I don't know, man. I think the Cardinals, man, could be really sneaky. But if I had to put my money on it, I wouldn't. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say third place Cardinals, last place Rams. Okay. I'm going to say it. But I think, I think like the worst team will finish seven and nine. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Okay. Um, <sighs> I'm going to go first with the Seahawks um, just because of all the reasons you said. This is a team I actually slept on last year. I think I had them going third place, like a seven and nine, eight and eight type of team last they year. They both did. And they came out, even though the way that they were winning games, it was kind of fluke. Like, I think they played in like 13 or 14, like one possession games. And they won like a good amount of those. Um, that's not really sustainable, but I think that they... I think their issue, one issue that they didn't really fix this season, all season, was pass rush, and mm-hmm. they lost Clowney. But I think that um, they had some issues in the secondary that they kind of addressed, picking up Jamal Adams. They had a question mark at the number two corner, picked Oakland Dunbar, who uh, he's a solid number two corner. Mm-hmm. Um, with the offense, they bring back the same receivers. You know, Tyler Lockett is pretty good. Uh, DK Metcalf showed some flashes mm-hmm. last year. And then you add Josh Gordon, who's not the Josh Gordon that we saw before all the suspensions, but he can still give you a little bit of short bursts 
And then you got the running game with Chris Carson. So I think they're the most dependable team in that division. So I got them coming in first. I mean, you got Russell Wilson as well. Not too much to say about him. Got them coming in uh, first. Second, mm, I don't know. I want to pick the Cardinals second. <laughs> I, just, I, think, I think it could happen, bro. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna just go ahead and pick the Cardinals second. Um, just you know, I like to make make the bold predictions, so that'll be my bold predictions this year. I think the Cardinals second. I think they'll be able to secure a playoff spot. Um, got Kyler Murray, and then D Hop got uh, two solid running backs and Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds. Of course, mm-hmm. you got Larry Fitz there. You got Christian Kirk. Um, defense is going to have to play well, um, but they got a few pieces on there. Chandler Jones, Buda Baker, who just, who just got that extension. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, like I think they'll be able to put enough put up enough points. And I think they'll be able to catch teams off guard, similar to how the 49ers did last year. Um, so I got them coming in second. The Rams, I got them coming in third. Uh-oh. Um, they. They they let it go. They let go of Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley. Um, so we'll see their question mark. Um, but I think just they still have a lot of talent on that team. So I think they'll be coming in third place. I think three teams from this division could get into the playoffs. I'm saying it now. Three teams from this division will make yeah, it. Definitely. Um, and then the 49ers, I just got them coming in last just because like you said, they they've been building up the injuries so quickly, and I, I think that'll just be one of those years for them. You know, it'll just be like a step back Super Bowl hangover mm-hmm. type of year. I don't think they'll be a bad team necessarily, but like the Panthers Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, yeah I think mm-hmm. I think they'll just run into a string of bad luck. You know what I'm saying? And Jimmy G kind of got exposed at the end of the Super Bowl his decision making. So I think teams know now. If you can lock down that run game, and now that they don't have really a true number one receiver, I think teams will know how to approach them in a game plan defensively. Okay, for sure, man. Uh, so there it is. That's that's our predictions um, for the season. And then real quick, we're gonna predict week one. Um, so we're gonna do it real quick, just for the sake of time, man. Uh, again, I do appreciate everybody that's been tuning in, man. Uh, if you got to this point, man, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, but let's go, man. We have Thursday night, man. We have our opening game. We have the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Houston Texans. I'm going to go with KC. Uh, B. Jones, what you got for me? I got KC. Okay. Uh, moving on to the Sunday slate. We have the Philadelphia Eagles going to visit the Washington football team. <sighs> Am I wild for one to pick Washington? That wild B Jones? I can see it. I think I'm gonna pick Washington. I'm gonna pick Washington, bro. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Washington, man. Um the Eagles are banged up, man. So yeah. that's why I think Washington um could can really catch them off guard. Defense could definitely get the Carson Wentz. I think it'll be a uh, a defensive game though. Yeah, I think so too. 17 yeah. 14 type of game. That's actually how they played in that first game last year. Mm-hmm. Um that game was close. That game was close. Uh, Washington scored a touchdown late to, you know, make the score close. But, um, yeah, man, Washington got on them early last year, man. 14 and nothing started the game off. Oh, uh, yeah, give me Washington in this game. Um, Next game, we got 
the Patriots hosting the Miami Dolphins. Wow, this is gonna be this is gonna be an instant game, man. Just simply because we talked about the moves that the Dolphins have made, and they also have Brian Flores, disciple of Bill Belichick, so he might you know know some things. And the Dolphins stole that game from the Patriots at the end of last year too. Remember that? But I think. It's tough to say. I don't know if even if they even have my fans in Foxborough, so I can't really use that as home field. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna take the Patriots, though, man. I'm gonna take the Patriots. And the Pats. Okay. Um. Next game, we have the Vikings hosting the Packers. Mmm. Mmm. NFC North showdown. Um. I feel like these teams will split. Uh. But for this week, I'm gonna take Green Bay. I'm gonna go. Um, I don't even know. I think, think Minnesota. Give me Minnesota. All right, next game, Colts Jaguars. I don't even think we're gonna spend too much time on this. Give me the Colts. I have to say it. <laughs> next game, we got the Detroit Lions hosting the Chicago Bears. I'm gonna take Detroit, but in a close one. Give me Lions. Okay, next game. Panthers, Raiders. Ooh, I don't even want to predict this game. That's a that's a yucky game. Give me the Panthers. Give me the Raiders. Okay, next game. Bills, Jets. I'm going to take Bills, Mafia. Bills. Next game. That's another one. Ravens, Browns. Remember the Browns did get the Ravens last year. Yeah. That was one of their few losses last year. Um... Hmm. I'll take the Ravens, though. All right, Ravens. All right, next game, Falcons, Seahawks. I'm going to take take Seattle. Yeah, that's an interesting game. It is an interesting game, man. I like Seattle. Okay, next game, Chargers, Bengals. Hmm. Hmm. It's not an interesting game. (laughs) Uh, Where are they playing? Cincinnati. Oh. Um. Um. Wow. I didn't think I would be thinking about this too hard. Give me the Bengals. Okay, I'll take the Chargers. Think Tyrod first game thing comes out strong. Okay, next game. Cardinals 49ers. I'm gonna take Arizona. I'm take Arizona. Okay, next game. We have the Saints hosting the Buccaneers. Hmm. Right on two with a matchup. I feel like they play opening week like every season. Who Saints Bucks? Yeah, like they do. They do low key. Yeah, I like I like the Saints though. Yeah, give me the Saints, man. I think Bucks will get them in the uh, second time around. Sure. Where is it? Where is it at? Saying... In New Orleans. Okay, yeah, give me the Saints. Yeah, next game, Rams Cowboys. I'm gonna take uh, Dallas. That's interesting. This is a Sunday nighter too. Give me, give me Dallas though. Dang. I know that's tough. Yeah. Give me the Rams. Okay. I like it. Um, Monday night football. We have a double header. We have the Steelers traveling to MetLife, taking on the Giants. I'ma take. Hmm, I kind of feel like the Giants could catch them, but I'm gonna take Pittsburgh. Give me Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is one of is gonna want to come out strong. 
and make a statement. Give me, give me Pittsburgh though. On prime time, give me Pittsburgh. Um, and then the last Monday night game. Wow, this is another good one. We got the Titans at Denver. Ooh, that's that's a, that's a good one, man. Hmm. I'm gonna take Denver though. Yeah, give me Denver to start. Hey, that's my sleeper. They got to start off strong. They got to. <laughs> All right, B. Jones, man. I really, really appreciate you coming on, man. You know, as always, man, I really, really appreciate it, man. We definitely going to tap in. I'm with you all for midseason. I have B. Jones back. And B. Jones got some NBA stuff to talk about soon, so I'm going to have to bring him on next time I talk about NBA or real soon because uh, NBA is wild, man. NBA is wild. I, I'm actually bring you on. Matter of fact, Hold me to this. I'm gonna bring you back on before conference finals. We're gonna talk. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. do that. All right, B. Jones. I really, really appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming through. Thanks for dropping gems as always, man. Really, really appreciate that, man. Appreciate everything that you do as well, too. For sure. For sure. All right, man. This is episode number 141 of Curry in the Pot. Um, I'm Mike Curry, and I'm signing out. Episode number 141 is done. Peace. Peace.